I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, she gave no response at all. Well, I've got three emails I'm going to go through with you. The first one is from a guy that's really struggling. He says he does a good job of interacting with women and getting them to laugh. The only problem is he thinks or suspects that the reason why he's not getting any dates is because he doesn't actually ask any of them out. Who would have thunk it? The second email is from a guy who got a girl's number. He actually met her on two separate occasions, got her number, made a date, and she was really kind of vague in her responses, and then obviously the day of the date, she stood him up. And the third email is from a guy who shares a success story. He's This particular guy has been following me for five months, and he's read my book nine times, and he shares a success story of how he met a girl at a bar recently when he was out, just having a good time. One thing led to another. He ended up seducing her that first night they met. It was the best sex he ever had. So you got three really good emails that we're going to go through where you can see where each of these guys are going wrong and what they need to do differently. So I have a quote that I wrote on this topic and I'm going to go through the emails. We tend to see what we want and ignore the reality of what is. We also tend to see things as better than they are or worse than they are instead of as they are. We often project our fantasy of the way we want our lives or people to be while ignoring reality. In other words, human beings are the ultimate self-bullshitters. Successful people focus on their outcomes and what they seek to create for their lives and relationships. When something is not working, they know they need to change or modify their approach and immediately seek to do so. By closing the time frame gap between noticing that things are not working and taking action to change your approach, you will speed up your success while others dither, hesitate, and get nowhere. And if you're wondering, why is the background different? I'm actually down visiting with some family and I had a really cool background all set up so you can see the intercoastal and the boats going by but it's just too fucking bright outside and it's not bright enough from the inside so all you would see is a dark shadow of me so this is the best I can do. Shit happens. You see? Life throws you lemons. Gotta make some lemonade. This bottom line, still gotta do a video. So let's go through the first guy's email. He says, Hi Corey, most of your book and videos are about dealing with relationships with women. No they're not. It's actually about Focusing on being your best as a man and your purpose, your mission in life, and obviously interacting with women is a big part of that and being successful with them. What I teach is how to be a well-rounded human being. And just that first sentence there shows some ignorance on your part and the fact that you don't know the book really well, which is obviously a big reason why you're not getting the results that you want. You can't half-ass this stuff. I mean, think about it. Do you really want to go through life half-assed in your relationships, your career, taking care of your body, doing the things you want, creating the life and lifestyle you want, being able to live your life in your own way? It's not something that you just kind of spend a couple minutes here and there. It's not like chewing a pack of bubble gum. You got to take this shit seriously. This is your life. You have to live with you the rest of your life. Funny enough, I can't even reach the level of mastery of the worst cases you talk about on your YouTube channel. What is that? That's your story. This is a story that you tell yourself. Remember, people will act consistently with who they view themselves to be, whether the view is accurate or not. My problem 
is simply that I am not even able to ask for a single date. Again, that's a story you tell yourself so you don't have to take any action to risk any rejection. So you're acting completely consistently with how you view yourself to be. You're simply choosing to not take any action to ask a woman out when the opportunity arises because you're afraid of the potential consequences. And this is something that every man has to overcome. Not only with asking women out, but what about when you show up at an employer and you want to work there? You gotta have the balls to walk in, dress nice with your resume, and talk to the people that you want the job from. If you're trying to get people to invest in your company, same thing. You have to develop people skills. You have to interact with other human beings. If you want to improve the quality of your relationships, all your relationships, your personal and professional ones, you have to get good at interacting with other human beings. And the only way to do that is to interact with other human beings and lose your attachment to what may or may not happen. You've got to give yourself permission to get rejected. You've got to give yourself permission for a woman just to say, no, no thanks, I'm not interested, even if she gives you a bullshit number. This was something that I overcame when I was like 21, 22 years old. And it was very freeing. Even though I got rejected, it felt good to me. And because I, I told this story a number of times. I basically met this girl, was leaving, and I was like, man, I need to ask this girl out. I need to stop being a fucking gutless coward here. And I went in and I asked her. She got all lit up. Her face turned all red. It was a great experience for her because it made her feel good. And it made me feel good because I finally overcame my fear and even though I got rejected it was a win because at least I did it you have to at least show up as a man and make an effort I have a really bad social anxiety and I'm forcing myself to combat it by socializing with other people well the way I look at that is you're a novice at it because obviously a large part of your life you haven't interacted with other people and the only way to get good at things you suck at is to work at them over and over and over and be okay with failing. I mean, most of the time, you're going to re get rejected. And as I've said many times over the years, the numbers work out to be this. If you ask out 100 different women per month, the, the numbers tend to be 10 to 12 of those will go out with you and three to five of them will end up sleeping with you if you're following the progression in the book. And these are women that at least make eye contact and smile with you initially. Those are the numbers. I have guys on every continent of the globe that use that and the numbers are what they are. Now obviously the better you get and the more comfortable you are over time, your numbers will improve, but you gotta get through the no's in order to get to the yeses. You have to take action instead of bitching out. And that's what you're doing, you're bitching out. And it's your life. If you're happy with the results you're getting, then keep bitching out. But if you're not, you're gonna say, fuck it. I'm gonna be okay with getting rejected. I now have managed to join a few sport activities and I also have managed to join meetups social network called meetup.com. For you to get an idea of what meetup.com looks like, it's sort of a bunch of people who mostly don't know each other and meet together in a physical space to talk and or do specific activity. Well, I'm familiar with the website. I've actually had a few, already had a few situations where I was leading the conversations with attractive women by teasing them and making them laugh. In some cases, I noticed attraction gestures from their side, like holding my arm and shoulder asking me if I was in any relationship or they were talking openly about their sexual life. So far, no woman has ever sent me a message after meeting her. Well, you have to be the man, dude. You have to show up. You can't expect women to do everything. 
Even though I try really hard, I finally never ask for phone numbers, and I think that's what I'm utterly doing wrong. Well, if you're not asking women for phone numbers, if you're not asking them out on dates, you're not going to go out on dates. If you're not going out on dates, your dating life ain't going to get better. You're not going to have anybody to seduce. Asking for a phone number, for me, it's really difficult as it's one of those situations where my social anxiety strikes me very hard. Well, at least you're talking to them. You're taking some action. The key is to take more action. You're getting good results just by interacting with them. Now you have to go that next step, which is asking for the number. It's also kind of awkward because I would need to ask for the phone number in front of the other members of the meetup, which can be friends of her, and I think that can make her feel uncomfortable. Well, meetup meetup.com is not the only place. Go to a mall, go to a social function, go to a beer festival, go to an art show, go do something outside where you can interact with other people. At the end of the day, when you got the balls to ask a girl out and there's other people around and you do it with confidence, everybody else, the guys are going to look at you and think, dude, that dude had some balls to, to flame out in front of everybody. And the women appreciate it because you have the balls to actually do it. You're too worried about what other people think about you. And my questions are, do you have any technique or trick to reduce the anxiety when asking for a phone number? Tell yourself it's okay to get rejected. Imagine what's the worst thing that could happen. She says, you're an asshole. I wouldn't date you if you're the last person on earth. You're really not my type. Most women, 99% of them, are going to be nice to you. They're not going to be an asshole or flick you off or say, I wouldn't date you if you were the last dude on earth. But you got to take some action. you got to take some risks, dude. I think it was Frederick Wilcox said, progress always involves risk. You can't steal second base and keep your foot on first. And that's what you're doing. That's why you're not getting anywhere. You've made progress, but you've got to take that next step. In case I'm unable to ask for the phone number, do you see it acceptable to get in touch with her sending a meetup message? No way, dude. That's a beta male way. That's going to make you look weird and creepy. Women appreciate the guy that has the balls to go for it and get rejected. The key is not to worry about it because you're going to get rejected. Most of the women you're going to ask out are not going to be interested and that's okay. You've got to get through the no's in order to get to the yeses. So you have to open that big hole in your face and ask for those numbers or ask for dates in the spot or say, you know what, I'm really enjoying chatting with you. You want to care to join me for a cup of coffee over here? Maybe there's... You can go sit down at a table there at one of these meetup things if that you're doing a lot of that and just have a quick cup of coffee. Hey, I really like like hanging out with you. Well, let me, why don't I get, I get your number or why don't we make plans to get together for dinner sometime? When are you free to get together? Got to read the book 10 to 15 times. I can tell you don't know the book that well. Let's go to the second guy's email. Dear Coach, first time ever stood up. Hmm, I have thoughts and concerns about what took place on Tuesday, August 30th when I was supposed to meet a beautiful girl at a sushi place. I met her on August 16th and had a quick, pleasant conversation with her over the counter. The second encounter was more exciting on August 19th. Well, that's part of your problem. You're doing a little better than the first guy's email, but at the end of the day, you were too sheepish to ask her out on the first spot, first time you saw her. So you went in there twice, and it took you two times to work up the courage to ask her out. That's part of your problem. That makes you look weak right out of the get-go. A guy with confidence who's used to getting what he wants, he's going to ask her on the spot. He's not going to come back to the same place two or three times before he works up the curves. It's just the way it is. I made the attempt to ask her out, but she was really busy and flooded with phone calls. I later called, I left and later called her at work to ask her out. Come on, man. 
A man is not going to give a shit. He's going to say, excuse me, let me get your number real quick. You're going to do something. And again, that's, that's twice, two times she could tell you wanted to say something to her. Women can feel that. And then you don't do nothing. And then you later call her at work. It's creepy, dude. It doesn't make you look good. It makes you look weak. It makes you look like a weirdo. That's the kind of girl, the kind of guy that scares women. I left and later called her at work to ask her out. She excitedly agreed and said, take down my number and text me. She caught me off guard, but thankfully my memory did not fail me as I attempted to remember her number as quickly as she fired it off. Whew, he says. I made an offer for Tuesday night and she said, no, I can't, but she came back with a counteroffer for Monday night, which I couldn't do. I have commitments as a coach, so I let her know I couldn't. She came back with a second offer about 10 minutes later with Tuesday night, meet up halfway around 7.30. And he says, I said, okay, that will work. I gave her a place and a time of 7.30. And she says, perfect. See you then. Have a great weekend. That was 6.30 p.m. I didn't respond to that. I was busy, and it slipped my mind. Come on, man. So you ignored her text. The next morning, I felt I might have left her hanging. And he says, hey, good morning. I apologize. I got busy. I wasn't trying to be rude. I saw your text late last night and didn't want to respond so late. Thanks. Have a great weekend. It's important to be to not just blow somebody off. Here's the other thing you don't want to do, especially with social apps and texting. A lot of times those things, they, they tell you when the other person, when you've read their text. So think about it. You read her text. She sees that you read the text. And then you wait till the next day to get back to her. If you know you got a text with somebody, don't fucking read it so it doesn't send them a receipt. I know that's common sense, but obviously a lot of guys don't think about how that makes them look. Because it makes it look like you're purposely playing games. If a woman, Some women, when they think you're purposely playing games, they will jerk you around, they will blow you off and stand you up just to be an ass. Unfortunately, there are women like that in the world. And she says, no worries, I'm at this hellhole again till this a.m., I work on Saturday, or Saturday sucks. He says, have a good day at work. My son just came home. I'll see you Tuesday at 7.30. And then she gave no response to that. Now, if you say something like that and you get no response, I would assume that the date is not on. Because what you're looking for is enthusiasm. You want her excited to see you. But I would say a good reason why she blew you off is because she decided at that point she wasn't that into meeting you out. So really... You have no date at this point. And that, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10 attraction-wise, if, if you're a 5 or 6 in her eyes and you don't re you read her text or her message and she gets a receipt that it's been read and then you wait till the next day to respond to her, she's thinking you're just playing games and jerking her around. And then that woman that you're just like barely holding on by your fingernails is like, eh, I'm not that into you. So obviously the fact that she didn't respond, that should tell you everything you need to know. Again, you want enthusiasm all throughout the process. And it seemed like she was enthusiastic right up until the part where you didn't respond until the next day. So he says, a weekend passed, Tuesday came, and so he showed up. Basically the bottom line is she was a no-show and he's like, did I leave too early? And she didn't reply to, hey, I'll see you Tuesday. 
So that tells me that it turned her off when you didn't respond. You read her text but didn't respond the next day. You looked like you were playing games and she already wasn't that crazy about you to begin with. And that's the difference between getting the date or not. And I'd say there's a good chance if, if you would have replied the next night and say, hey, I look forward to it. Can't wait to see you. She, was, she would have replied back. But whenever somebody leaves you hanging like that, I would assume you don't have a date. You're looking for enthusiasm. You're looking for a win. You're looking for a victory. You want somebody that's excited to be with you. Somebody that values the opportunity to spend time with you. And that particular woman didn't. Just the way it is. Don't take it personal. It happens. Shit like that happened to me when I was younger and I didn't know any better. It fucking happens. But that's how you learn. Is you learn from mis making mistakes. So let's go through the third guy's email. This guy's got a good success story. And... Keep in mind, this guy's read my book nine times. So he knows his stuff backwards and forwards. He knows it instinctually. The first two guys, they probably may have thumbed through the book once or twice, but they don't really know the information. And therefore, since they don't know it, you can see why they're not succeeding. Because you don't know it, you don't think about it like on an instinctual level. It's more you're thinking technique, which I do. She said this. I know there was something in the book that Corey said. Uh, it's just a bad way to go. What did Confucius say? Success depends upon prior preparation. And without said preparation, there's sure to be failure. So let's go through the third email. He says, hey coach, how the hell are you doing? Great, I'm on vacation. It's beautiful, it's sunny. We're going to be out in the boat, having good fucking times. But right now, I'm making a video for you. Fucking amazing like me, I'm sure. I've been following your work for five months now, and I've read your book nine times so far. I appreciate the fact that you've read my book nine times and you're, you've actually followed the instructions. I say 10 to 15 times until you can commit it to memory because remember, just like I say in the beginning of the book, each time you listen to something, watch it, or read it, you're only going to commit to memory 8 to 10% of it. Just keep that in mind. Once or twice ain't going to cut it. I found you when my now ex-wife left me. I did all the bullshit Hollywood things most guys do, like begging, like a little bitch, etc. I was devastated because I didn't think I would ever find anyone as good as her again. Again, that's a belief. And, you know, it's understandable. Relationship goes sideways. You're going to think those things. And if you've always had trouble getting and keeping the kind of quality women that you always felt you deserved, like I was when I was younger, that's incredibly frustrating. So you're naturally going to be in like a hit or miss type of mentality where it's just a matter of luck if you meet the right girl. If you learn to apply the things I teach, it's just simply a matter of time. No matter how bad you screwed up with the last one, if you apply the things that are in my book, eventually somebody really super awesome and even better, as long as you get better, will come along. Again, that is simply a matter of time. It's a fact of life. But obviously for those that don't have the skills, that don't know the book backwards and forwards, yeah, successful relationships with the kind of women that you want are going to be something that it's going to seem like a once-in-a-lifetime thing or it only happens by luck every once in a while if you're lucky. And that's no way to go through life. How are you going to feel, how you going to be, feel centered and confident when you're looking at the world that way? If you look at it from the perspective like I do, is there's another bus every 15 minutes, then the right people will come and stay in your life. And those that aren't really that into you or that are kind of... Mm, They'll just keep on moving. You want to have your your life filled up with people that really want to be around you, that really care about you. 
too many of us project our, just like I talked about in the quote at the beginning of it, project our fantasy of what we want on the other person, our circumstances, and we try to mold our life around that and make that happen instead of just recognizing that that person's not making the same level of effort and let them go and move on. When somebody treats you properly, they get the greatest gift you can give them, which is a gift of your time. And when they don't, they get the gift of missing you. And many times when somebody has a gift of missing you, it causes them to value more. Why? Because scarcity creates value. When you love and respect yourself, you're not going to tolerate getting mistreated or tossed aside. After reading your book, I said fuck it and decided to go out to a bar with no fucks given attitude. I walked in with my chest out, chin up, fuck with me, get fucked up look. I walk into the bar and I instantly notice a Caucasian Hispanic woman eye-fucking my brains out. That's always nice. Remember, attraction's not a choice. All you did was walk in with the vibe and the body language and physiology that attracts women that I've talked about in the video that I did, body language that attracts women. I also detail this in the book. She liked what she saw. It would happen in half a second. She knew. And that's why she kept looking at you. And plus, she was also confident. Confident women have the confidence not to break eye contact when they meet a confident guy. And it's a beautiful thing when that happens. But if you're walking in, you're all hunched over, and you're looking at the ground, and you're feeling like a sad little puppy dog, she's going to look at you and go, oh, he's a pussy. And she's going to go looking at somebody else. Even if she thought you were handsome or attractive, she can look at your body language and physiology and tell that you don't believe in yourself. It's like, I think Will Smith said this, you have to believe in yourself before anybody else will believe. She was 5'5", 125, skinny waist, thick ass and thighs, long black hair, and she was a fucking perfect 10 and made my ex-wife look like Freddy Krueger. Well, for those of you that are trying to get the ex back, as I say, if you apply the things I teach, you'll either get the ex back or you'll get somebody better. Either way, it's a win-win for you. You've got to do the work. This guy read the book nine times. I looked her in the eyes and made sure not to look away first. She didn't flinch, so I stuck my tongue out at her. That threw her off, and she broke, laughing and looking side to side. I then signaled for her to come over with my finger. She smiled, grabbed her purse, and came to sit beside me at the bar. You notice how he did that? He looks over, he points, motions for her to come over. He walked in with the physiology of an alpha male. He walks in tall, proud, chest out. And the only reason a guy walks into anywhere like that is because of all the successes that he's had in his life up until that moment. Women know to recognize guys that are used to getting what they want and guys that don't. And when you walk in with the physiology of it, even if you haven't had those greatest successes, like this was the, the best experience this guy's had, which you'll see here in a second, but he exuded the body language, the physiology, so she automatically presupposed that he had his shit together. And therefore she felt even more attracted to him. And therefore when he waved her over, she's like, hell yeah. Because those kind of guys have more women than they know what to do with. And guys that have lots of choices are used to having women competing for their attention. And therefore she has the attitude, I'm going to make him mine. We talked for a couple of hours with me leading the conversation by asking most of the questions. 
The bar was closing, so I offered to walk her to her car. Out in the parking lot, she kept playing with her hair, showing me her neck. Those are all signs of being submissive and attraction. While shaking her keys around. Wanting you to do something. Make something happen. Don't let this connection end right here. I knew it was time to pounce on that shit like white on rice. So we started kissing and rubbing all over each other. I told her that we could go to my place, but she said she lived very close and we could just go there. Obviously, she didn't want to wait. She'd already decided you and her were hooking up as long as she didn't, you didn't talk her out of it. Makes it pretty fucking easy. You'll get rejected as long as you do things like this. She said that she would ride with me and I could bring her back to her car later. So she's already thinking, ah, oh, you'll be spending the night. I'll make you breakfast in the morning. She feels safe and comfortable because she knows in the presence she's in the presence of a man who has lots of choices and lots of options. And guys that have lots of choices and lots of options are never going to be the creepy, stalker, abusive dude. They don't have to. That's why she feels safe and comfortable with going home with this guy that she's only known for an hour or two. She typed her address into my GPS and told me that she had other, had other plans than talking. She was on my pole like a stripper on a Saturday night. I could barely keep my composure. Thank God she lived close because I almost blew my load in her mouth. We went into her place and must have had sex on every piece of furniture in there. So you christened her place properly. It was the best and most incredible sex of my life. Because both of them really wanted it. There was no talking her into it. He was showing up acting like a man met a woman who was dying to meet a man who knew how to be a man and look what happened totally submissive i just wanted to share this with you because i owe it all to your book and video lessons i'm happier now than i've ever been in my life thank you so much for everything so that gives you a good range a good range of guys interacting with women but too scared to pull the trigger and make a date Another one or a guy, he goes back two times and still doesn't ask her out in person, but calls her on the phone. And then he comes off looking like he's playing games because he reads her text, but he waits till the next day. She doesn't confirm the date when he says, I'll see you Tuesday. And of course he shows up and she doesn't. That was pretty predictable. That's as predictable as the sun coming up in the east and setting in the west. And obviously the third one, the guy followed everything textbook. Why? He's been following me for... For five months, read the book nine times. So he'd seen the same thing over and over and heard it over and over and over and heard enough of these stories to where all he did, when the opportunity presented itself, it flowed like butter. And that's all it takes. If you're, you know, whether you're looking to hook up one night, have a one night stand, or you're looking for a girlfriend, or you're, I mean, this could be the next great love of his life. Maybe they end up getting married and living happily ever after. It totally depends on you what your outcome is, and what you're looking for. My job as a coach is not to make your decisions for you. It's to help you get what you say you want. And the rest, that's up to you. Decide how much, or how long, or how little, or how short a period of time you want to stay with that particular person. So for those of you that haven't started reading my book yet, you can download the Kindle version of it, or you can also get the audio version for free by subscribing to Audible dot com
read it 10 to 15 times. You can see the difference. Guys that read it know stuff backwards and forwards and they take action, they get the results. And if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and follow the instructions for booking whichever option, coaching option works for you. And I will talk to you soon.